spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy! Happy, 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 happy Monday. I'm going to make a statement, and you tell me if you think it's hilarious, okay? Uh, Biden's new policy is working at the border. Hilarious! Isn't that funny? Absolutely. What if it's true? As bad as he's been on the border, as much as he's turned his back on the state of Arizona, who, by the way, voted for him over Donald Trump, he made a move a couple weeks ago. Nicaragua, Haiti, Cuba, Venezuela. If you are from one of those four places and you come to our border and you want to claim asylum, now we will be able to turn you right around and you head back to Mexico. You are not our problem anymore. He has done that. And what we're hearing from the mayor of Yuma, a man we've had on the show many times, Doug Nichols, he told the city council just the other day, numbers of people trying to come over have dropped. Numbers of people trying to come over and claim asylum, the numbers are dropping. We've gone from 1,200 people a week a day. Sorry. That's how bad it is. <laughs> if it got to it's 1,200 a week, you'd be like, well, it's right. really worth it. I'm glad you, you stopped me. 1,200 people a day to maybe around 600. So whatever Biden has done in the short term has cut the number of people coming over the border in half. Now, is it successful? We're going to find out. So far, so good. Is that, is that, can we? After what, two weeks? After a couple weeks. How do we know? Uh, it looks like they're now, most of them are trying to get into uh, here through uh, Tijuana. Okay. And they said that they're being, the system is being completely overwhelmed uh, on a day, daily basis. Well, so, isn't that, wasn't that the case for the last two years? No, the system as far as the app. It's like it's it oh, slows it down. It's being overwhelmed. So you're talking about yeah. the app where if you are from one of those four places, you get on the app, uh, you try and claim asylum through the app, not coming to our border personally and walking yes. over. Okay. Of course, the app probably doesn't work. The government made it. Do you remember Obama's health care? Yeah, what that cost? Seven hundred million dollars yeah, for stuff work you could have done on like, you know, I'm, Wix or whatever it was. I'm just trying to say this. In two or three weeks. The one thing Biden did looks like it's working in the short term. And can't we just acknowledge that and say, listen, the guy was hot garbage for two years. He finally decided to do something. He didn't really want to do it, but he did it. And maybe it's working. And if that's the case, boy, it's it's a lot easier to secure the border than I thought. All you got to do is just say, hey, listen, we're just going to turn you around. I'm the president. These four countries, I just pick them out of that. And I know why he picked them, but I'll pick him out of the hat. Those four countries, you can't come in. Boom. Now we got people, you know, on the border saying, yeah, it works. Could it be that easy? It's well, that easy? I, I, come well, on. Here's the thing. Well, I don't no, know. it's not. And I think eventually what's going to happen is the lawsuit will come through. Somebody will probably say, well, you can't do that because you're being uh, unfair to the other nations. How did you just pick four nations essentially? Well, they're the most people coming here. Right. Well, wh- you know, or, or could they not be struggling with uh, with issues when it comes to asylum? And Okay, the, but the other side of that is, hey, we're also allowing 30,000 migrants a month cross into the United States from those four places. We're taking people yeah. uh, who we're, are already in those four places the and we're States. letting them in. Correct. So we're letting you in. We're just not letting you in at the border. So he's, we're still taking people in. We're taking 30,000 in a month. So I think that lawsuit is like, okay, well, 
we're not letting them cross the border, but these four countries are also getting something that not, not, not anybody else has. We're actually picking people from those four places Out of the and allowing them in. And they're going to say, well, hold on a second. Oh, how, how are you? And this is where the lawsuit's going to come. And we know that, that it's going to come because this is what happens, right? You try to do something, whether it's through executive fiat or through uh, you pass a bill or something, and somebody sues and away we go. It'll be interesting to see what it's like in two weeks. And also want to find out, are the numbers of people now not coming in contact, as they call them, the getaways, uh-huh. are they growing? Because are you going to let the slow Internet, not understanding the app, uh, the fact that it's government-based and confusing and breaks down? Or you don't trust the app. Or you don't like, trust put, the app at all. Put my name are in you going to allow never... that to stop you from what you think is the opportunity to give your family something better? Probably not. You're just going to figure something else out. And that's something else is you sneak in. Yeah. You don't you don't uh, you don't go through the app. You don't go to the border. You come here and you find a way in that's illegal. And so that could be it, too. And then do you do we even know how many of them are getting in illegally? I, I don't know. No. I'm just wondering if Biden's made this move. Are people from those four places staying home? Are they saying, you know no. what, we will do it from our own house. We'll wait and see if we get in maybe th- this way, his way, through the app. Because if we do leave and we go into Mexico and then we try and get in the United States, we know we're going to be turned around. So is that actually stopping some people? It sounds like it is. Uh, no, well, for a, a vast majority of the people they're talking about have already traveled. They're in Mexico, so okay. they can still apply in Mexico. They're just waiting at the border. Can, I don't think they can apply no, in Mexico. No, they can apply in Mexico. So you, just, so you don't if, have to be at your home. You just can't be in the United States. That makes sense. Yes. How do we know where you are? It doesn't really matter. No. I, I'm originally from Venezuela. I'm, I'm in Mexico. I'm waiting to get in the United States. Here's the app. Boom. Mm-hmm. So that's what's, what's happening there. Yeah. All right. Well. The other thing is, uh, apparently they're going to fill in some of these gaps around the border. That's what the Yuma mayor said. I'm not holding my breath. No. How many but, times have they told him? Uh, for over two years. And we know what's going on in Yuma. I have no idea what's going on. Like at San Ysidro, they said it's still business as usual down near Tijuana. Right. Same thing. I mean, it's the same thing in Tucson. It's the same thing in McAllen. Is it the same thing in, in El Paso? I, I don't know. I, we I do know the person we talked to says, at least right now, it feels a little better. And I think that's good. That's one thing. It's it it again. The bar is so low because uh, really he's done nothing. Yeah, the bar is so low. Right. Okay. But now, and I've said this this also with the Democratic governor in Katie Hobbs. Does she have the ear of the president? We'll see. Maybe because she. What does she believe that Mayorkas is coming out here to visit the border and she's going to meet with him? Good. Uh, you Good. know, and he's been useless. He's been useless. Exactly. But the bad thing about politics is. Governor Ducey tried to do something on the border. He had a few different things. Uh, the president wouldn't even take his call because he had an R in, in front of his name. Yeah. Okay. Well, now that there's a D in front of the governor's name, will Biden try harder on the border? If, if the case is yes, that the really Zong tells was you. was out here last week, and she talked renewable energy in Tonopah, right. and she was, what, 45 minutes to an hour away from the border? Never bothered to go. Yeah. I expect nothing from her. No. I expect nothing from her. We'll see. But it seems that, at least in Yuma... Biden's policy is slowing down the number of people crossing. We're only a couple weeks in. I'm not saying we take it as a win, but I do think we say that's positive. Let's see if it continues. Absolutely. I think that's fair because, boy, has he been bad. All right. Coming up right now, it's time for Five Spot. Here is what we're looking at today. Call us if you're a Democrat. 602-277-5827. One of the big stories today, Ruben Gallego. 
He's going to run for uh, senator. He's going to take on independent Kirsten Sinema uh, and whoever runs uh, in the Republican Party. This is two years away. But call us if you're a Democrat. Are you looking at Gallego or Sinema? Because that, that's where the race is going to come down. Is Gallego going to basically blow it for the for for cinema and then a Republican is going to win? We're going to ask you who would you vote for, Gallego or cinema? if you're a Democrat. 277-KTAR. Five Spot is next. And Chad. Brought to you by Parker and Sons. Heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Yeah. All right, we're two years away from the election, and uh, all of a sudden we've got uh, another candidate. Well, Rube. you seem thrilled. No, I'm not a big... I don't... I don't uh, I'm not a Ruben Gallego guy. Never have been. No. Uh, I've had him on the show before. The guy doesn't answer a damn question. Honest to God. I know most politicians don't answer, answer questions. He's the... He, he's not even good at not answering questions. He just... He annoys me. Put it that way, and it's not personal we'll or put anything. Put you down as a maybe. I'm not. It's not personal. <laughs> I've just had him on the air, and it's been the biggest waste of my time. You know, some politicians you can get some some stuff out of. No, I. I and he's just not. He just he doesn't care to say. Or anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm not a Democrat, and I'm not a Republican. But Ruben Gallego says I want to be the next senator. I can beat independent Kirsten Cinema. We don't know who the Republican is, uh, so we've asked you to call if you're a Democrat. Okay. You got. I don't think you're voting for Republican. So early on, you're a Democrat. Who are you? Who are you going to vote for? Gallego and Cinema, and why? Uh, let's take five calls. All right, uh, Ken in Glendale. Who are you voting for, and why? Hey guys, how's it going? How's it going? Um, I voted for Cinema last time, but man, I had to turn out my nose for her. I'm not a fan of hers at all. Not anymore. Uh, I, no, no. I, I, I will vote for a. Uh, Ruben, myself, to be honest, I, I will vote for him. All right. One All right. vote for Ruben Gallego. All right, let's go. He's going to screw it up for Democrats. Yeah. You can just wait and see. Uh, uh, Emmy in Scottsdale, who are you voting for and why? Ruben all the way because it's not Kirsten Cinema. Okay. What does that mean? Why is why, What's wrong with Kirsten? Um, she completely turned on us. See, I really had a lot of... I'm a social worker just like she is, and I really had high hopes for her that she would really do well for the people, and she completely um, did a 180, and I have zero respect left for her. See, I think a lot of Democrats are feeling that she turned. Yeah. Well, I mean, I want to, like, what, what, what is the turning for? Like, what, did she, what specifically did she do? Uh, Rebecca and Phoenix, uh, who are you voting for and why? Oh, definitely Kirsten Cinema. Um, I don't really care that she flipped to independent. I think we probably need more independents in this world because the two Democrats and Republicans, they're messed up on both sides. So I'm Kirsten Cinema all the way. All right, cool. Fantastic. So, five I'm surprised spot. we got one. I'm not. I think we'll get I think we'll get it. Well, I think if we open it up to everybody, I think I, we'd get yeah. more. But I but think these we, are Democrats. Democ so five spot Democrats only right now. Gallego is running for Senate. Cinema obviously running as an independent. Uh, who would you vote for? We've got uh, Gallego, Gallego, Cinema. We've got two more to go. Tracy and Mesa, who would you vote for and why? I have I voted for Cinema. Mm -hmm. uh, I agree with previous calls that I think that um, she's been a huge disappointment. And uh, I have already donated to Gallego. Why has she been a disappointment? Um, there was a lot of things 
that um, she could have, and I expected her to do. Give me um, one thing. What started the with? Okay. It, well, it started with. Uh, the Communications Act and keeping the Internet free. Uh, she took a bunch of money from communications companies, and guess what? She voted against that bill. All right. Okay. That's, That's really, really, really in the weeds. Uh, yeah, it is. But, you know. It's like, I don't get why anybody gives uh, anybody money. Well, Sorry. How many people <laughs> did you find it. out donated to old Hobbs, right, that that went against her, but she took all their money when it came to her, her inauguration day? Of course. Of course. I just don't get, I don't get how anybody. Well, these get, are corporations and stuff that are getting but, money. But, but, yeah, but yeah, maybe Tracy. Money. I just don't get it. I've yeah. never understood how your hard-earned money you're going to give to a crooked politician. To a bunch of grifters. Crooked, it's on. Oh, it's Republican and Democrat. Yeah. So, uh, Jeff, in Phoenix, last caller, five spot. Who are you voting for and why? I don't think Gallegos can win. He just doesn't have the ability to to cross over to the mainstream Arizona voter. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I'm with you on that. Yeah. And Uh, he wants, I know he says he wants to reach everybody. You're not. And the reason you're going to have this jumpstart is because the uber progressives are going to fund you, give you a bunch of money and push you out there. And when it comes time to go, you're not going to appeal to that centrist Mm -hmm. Politician, I mean, uh, political voter here in Arizona. Uh, but could Cinema and Gallego split the vote and give the Republicans the Senate seat they haven't had since John McCain? Depends on who run, who's running on the right. Right. What if it's Carrie sure. Lake? She won't win. Yeah, you're right. Did you see that article today that they said Maricopa was the reason she lost 40,000 people down ballot voted all Republican, but not for her. And I'll say it again. She ran the single worst campaign I've ever seen in my life since I've been in Arizona. And still almost won. Well. She lost by, what, 17,000 votes over yeah. three. Still. It's amazing what will happen when a politician tells you not to vote for them. Yeah. Guess what? They, they won't, don't. But they don't vote for yeah. you. They don't vote for you. Uh, so Gallego, Cinema. I don't know. You know, I've heard uh, Blake Masters might want to do it again. Eh. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Could Robeson want that? I she you know, would be really good. She'd, she'd be, be very tough. Good. She'd be yeah. very tough. She'd be very tough. And I think I think a lot of Republicans, you know, were kicking themselves that you know what? I think we should have put her through. Yeah. And when you didn't, you lost the election. That's no, what happened. There's no doubt. There's, there's no, no doubt. No doubt that people are, are, are having uh well they're they're having what do they call it? Primary uh, uh regret. Yeah. It's that's what happens when you want to vote for a far right candidate. I'll say this. Ruben Gallego, far left candidate. So if you're a Democrat, you want to f- vote for the far left candidate, you might fall into the same trap that people uh, fell into when they voted for the far right candidate in what's her name. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Coming up next. Uh, coming up. Churches are going away. Why are young people done and not going to church? Next. The Gators and Chad Show. Afternoons. The golf tournament of golf tournament hailed as the people's opener turns to TBC Scottsdale as the Waste Management Phoenix Open tees off February 6th and runs through February 12th. Head to the contest page at KTR.com right now for your chance to win tickets plus one lucky winner. will win Greenskeeper passes. Hey, ho, give them to me, please. Uh, You're going, right? Yeah. 
Absolutely. You will you will actually go outside of your comfort zone, which is the KTAR studios and uh, your home at the Valley of the Dirt People. You will go to a third place. This is yeah. great. No, I love going to stuff like that because I'll go the days when nobody wants to go. I'll go, go Tuesday. Super, I'll go Super Bowl Sunday because nobody's there. The people no, there, there are a lot of people there. Not like Friday and well, Saturday. Maybe during the game. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, you know, so I'll go to that. Sure. Like the last couple of times I went, I went to Super Bowl Sunday. It was fun yeah. because it, it isn't like it is on like, you know, Friday, Saturday. It's yeah. chaos. It is. Uh, kids don't go to church. And kids, I mean young adults, and more churches are closing. 1,500 churches closed last year over how many opened. So 45 total closed. 3,000 new churches were open. That's a, a net loss of 1,500 churches because uh, young people just aren't going. After kids graduate high school and, and they go to college or let's say they, they're not, you know, they don't feel like college is for them. They go and they get their job. But usually it's college. Yeah. There's that there's that period of time. And I, I went through it in college. I didn't go to church in college unless I was home for the summer. Then I went to church. I don't know what it is. You just get disconnected. You're at a different place. You're you partying don't really Saturday know where to night go. with You're all right. your friends. You're, You're right. waking up the next day like, who are you? Absolutely. And, and it's... It's selfish. Yeah. It, I, we Plus all went through that. And if you're in a different state or right. city, you probably don't know unless you're going to a, a religious college. Yeah. It's not on your mind. It's your first time out. You probably don't believe what mom and dad did. You're going to a school now that says, God's fake and uh, America sucks and capitalism's awful. So you, you're also exploring you think it yourself. all comes from the college professor? No, no, that I think is, there's yeah. a lot of I don't think so either. I think you'd be surprised. <laughs> okay. There's certainly some of that. All right. But if you're in that 18 to what? 25 are we talking? 25, 30 actually. Okay. It's not, you know, it's, it's, it's. So what is the reason other than, well, I went to college. All right. Now you're out of college. You're 22. Uh, Why aren't you not accepting back They're to not church? accepting in a world of, of, of younger kids are far more liberal. Okay. They're not growing out of their liberal ideology and beliefs as they get older. Okay. Uh, and they feel like church is not welcoming. All right. Is this something that's happening uh, now and hasn't happened in the past? Yes. Okay. Is it, does abortion have anything to do with that? Absolutely. Okay. You do know, LGBTQ though, plus. I get it, but the Bible never really came out and condemned abortion. You can go and look in the Bible and there, you know, the Bible states how many times that light begins with, and I'll quote, first breath. You can go down that road, and if you're if you're you know pro-choice, well, you can you can interpret the Bible that way and maybe feel like because I just don't know if it's just that one thing. Is it just oh, it's the abortion issue? I can't go to church because well, I'm pro uh, I'm, uh, I'm well, pro-choice. The, the LGBTQ thing is, I think, a very big thing. Okay. And it can, if you've got a younger generation, so Gen Z, according to all the data and the questionnaires, which most of it's BS because it's statistically impossible, but that 21% of them are part LGBTQ+. So, all right, so let's just cut to the chase. You're gay or lesbian, right? And you want to learn about God, but you don't want to go to a church because they think everything you're doing is sinning. Well, it, no, because first of all, you haven't been, your, your parents don't go to church. Okay. That, that is falling off dramatically. I guess I'm going issue You're by issue. You're not welcomed in the, whether it's choice, whether it's the LGBT community, whether it's, it's, 
politics, whether it's race. So or according whatever. to the Bible or the church, if you're if you're gay, you're uh, and you're uh, you're sinning. Okay, how about the 24 year old man or woman out there who's not married and is having the sex out of out of wedlock? That's also according That's to the also Bible a sin. A sin. Absolutely. Right. Okay. So but why they, is one sin bigger than the well, other? And not, I can't go to church not, because of that. The thing is, though, they feel like you're still welcomed here because at the end of the day, it, you, you know, you could go and get married to that person, you'd be respected, but the church wouldn't respect a female and female. The church wouldn't have a person who's okay. gay as a leader. Would which they is not turn true? lesbians away? Like, Most are there churches? churches? No. See, that's oh. the thing. Well, first of all, I don't know how many churches wandering and go, oh, what's your sexual uh, identity? Well, or, you know? I, I think that, you know what? I, I think there are probably some people who are gay or lesbian and they, they want to go to church. They might ask and say, hey, would you be welcoming if I brought my partner? Yeah, I'm sure some of that. Yeah. And if there's a church that says, no, we would not be welcoming to that. You turn around and you leave because I guarantee you there's a church out there for you that would absolutely welcome you. I I know of churches out there. Right. That being said, you looked at the at the Bible, and if are we going to a younger generation is trying to change history? They're trying to change the way that things are. They're trying to. The, this is the ultimate in changing something: is the Bible. Can we conform it to us? Just like you have nut jobs who take the Quran and conform it to them to cause lunacy. Mm. Can we conform it enough to us to make us want to go there? Plus, we live in a TikTok society. You have to appeal to kids in a much different way than ever before, and it's not that kids don't seek out or young adults don't sing out something, but you're not going to get it with five songs that last 20 minutes, a 45-minute, you know, uh, situation where you're, you're preaching, and then, you know, five minutes for another song and asking for money. Yeah. You better figure out a way to reach people in a younger way, a generation, than you are now. Like, my church, CCV, does amazing stuff with high school kids. My church does great stuff, too. And, you know, they even have, like, uh, church camp, and kids go, and I've talked to you, it's a rock concert. It's 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 the most fun they've had, and there's time to learn about Jesus and all that. But it's also partly a rock concert, and the church knows how to get the kids to come and have fun. And they know learn. how to get a lot of the parents though, because like our church, it's 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 a lot of parents and their kids. And our parents, they kind of went to church and they believed in God, but it wasn't steady like their parents and their grandparents. Where now it's. You know, our generation's not going to church the same way, so their kids aren't even learning about God along the way to even be curious. Yeah. They just hear that God's bad, or they're going now to, and here's the other thing, they're going now and they're going to, you know, uh, colleges, and science can explain everything, so that's why. Well, that's a real problem, too. Yeah, so th- you've got that. Yeah. All right, uh, young people, are they done with religion? I don't know. Some of these numbers are pretty scary. All right, coming up next, you know the six-year-old kid who shot his teacher? We've talked about it for weeks. Yep. Uh, apparently, he didn't want to shoot his teacher. Uh, he wanted to do something worse. This this story gets worse every time we talk about it. We'll yeah. continue it, and we'll tell you what that something worse is next. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. The bizarre story of a six-year-old kid who goes to school uh, and shoots his teacher right in the chest. Now, she lived. She also got everybody out of the room, all the kids. We found out last week the six-year-old was being accompanied by both parents to class. Yeah. Um, We also found out earlier, you know, uh, a couple weeks ago, 
Uh, that's exactly what he, he wanted to shoot his teacher. Yeah. Like, this was planned. It wasn't that he, oh, well, there's a, I, I guess I found a gun over here. Well, maybe I'll squeeze the trigger and say, no, 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 no he no, no. planned to shoot his teacher. But now we're finding out something even more horrible. And let's not forget, he planned it out a different way, too, because they searched his backpack the day of. They sure did. And he must have hidden it. Are you ready for this? First this, of all. This is crazy. Uh, he wanted to light her on fire and watch her die. That's right. So that so his so his first choice fire second choice shoot yeah yeah oh my good Washington Post obtained text from school employees that revealing alarming details about the boy's behavior the school employees said in the message the teacher raised concerns about the boy but were ignored and essentially told her uh, you know what get over it Ugh. don't pay attention to it you know it again it goes back to what we always say. There's always about a billion red flags before any of this stuff ever happens. So the boy apparently wrote to the teacher that he wanted to light her on fire and watch her die. When she reported the note to the administrators, they told her to drop the matter. Okay, so let me think this through for a minute. He's six. He's obviously not going to do that. He's six. He can't be dangerous. He's six years old. He doesn't know what he's writing. That's what the, is that what the school came yeah. up with? Because uh, yeah, so uh, yeah. I guess I don't know. But how could you not think of other things? Because this is what he has done. He has gone on and tossed furniture at all the children and at the teacher. He has also barricaded the kids in and out and the teachers out of the room, chased the children till they went underneath their desk. Oh. The boy's family says he's got an acute disability. Uh, the teacher also alleged in her account the boy was not receiving any educational services that he needed by the school. I can't believe they kept this kid in class. What do you have to do to get kicked out of school? Uh, she had actually requested not only all year, but earlier that day, two hours earlier, I need help with this boy. And they ignored it. Yeah. And that was. Is I, this part of the whole thing now where they're looking around going, well, we can't suspend kids anymore. We don't get rid of kids anymore because that would be bad or inequitable. So we'll just allow them to stay in school knowing full well that this kid is a terror and he's got serious issues yeah. that they need to get him help for. Very dangerous. Yeah. I just, I think they blew it off that he's six years old. I don't think anybody really sees that a six-year-old could be like this. Once you start throwing furniture at other kids, yeah. it is time to have a serious conversation about the safety of the other children and whether or not they're going to get a fair shake in the classroom when it comes to education, worried that so-and-so may twist off at any moment. Yeah, that's why his parents were in class with them. I mean, if your parents have to accompany their child to class... Because you're worried about what he might do. Right. And... And the parents said the gun was locked up. Oh, that's another thing. Let's talk about that. We yeah. found that on Friday. We always wondered how he got the gun. And we figured, you know. Mom and dad just left it out. Left it out. They said the gun was secured. It was locked up. How does a six-year-old get that then? How does a six-year-old get well, that how gun? How does a six-year-old get something in his mind, Kenneth, where he says he's going to light the teacher on fire? Yeah. That he is barricaded, smart enough to barricade them so they had trouble getting in and out of the room. This kid, obviously, you would say he's, he's a mini, like Hannibal Lecter in the yeah. sense that he's got, they said his intelligence is through the roof. Yep. But this, this, on, a very, on very rare occasions, this does happen with children like this. But it is a... It is a 
It's very scary, rare. scary yeah. thing, though. But they ignored it. They did. And they were told, oh, just ignore this and put it to the side. And you watch what's going to come out of this. There were opportunities to get rid of this kid. And they didn't out of some equitable weirdness. Okay, if you don't get rid of him, that's one thing. But are you, are, don't you, if you're the school, say, he can be in class, but he's got to go well, see a psychiatrist. Get rid of him and throw him out. No, you're in a class by yourself. You're not with other kids. Yeah. After you try to attack them and throw stuff at them? Yeah. The kid did not want to shoot his teacher. He wanted to set her on fire. My God. Skatos and Chat Show.